All right, final hour of the morning show is underway. We've got uh, Rick Jordan's Friday Fishing Frenzy coming up next, and the Bruce Siski Show. Joining us here on the morning show, it's Neil Atkins, since it's a Friday. Hi, Neil. I'm here with you, Dave. Yeah. And Rick Jordan was just wandering aimlessly in and out of the studio. <laughs> he gets in a little early, I guess, on he Friday. He does. He's in there Got an early start for an hour, but yeah. getting his stuff together. He and gets it all together. Doing show prep. Talks to people. Once in a while, we invite them on here and Mm -hmm. tell us all the story about everything that's going on up in Friedenburg there. Ah. That's that's where he is, isn't it? Ganesian or Friedenburg? I don't know. It's called Secret Lake. Secret Lake. I'll never tell you where where it's located. I'll never tell you where I live because then you'll never show up. There you go. That's about it. So, is it raining at your house this morning? It was, uh, yeah, Yeah. a little bit drizzling, and uh, still doing that here. Looks like. I think there's going to be this next week a flurry of people getting their boats in and. (laughs) And uh, yeah, pretty amazing. 80s on the Tuesday, and we'll be in the 40s today for a high. I think this weekend we're going to (laughs) pull. We're going to take mine out of the lake and. Pull it in. It's going to be. How about the dock? Does the dock stay out, or does that come in too? Dock, oh, we'll get that in yeah. in a couple of weeks. Something oh, okay. like that. We got a little crew to get together to do that. Oh, okay, very good. The boat's kind of an easy one. You just have somebody <laughs> drive the truck down and put the trailer in ah, the water and right. bring the boat down. So, where yeah. do you put the uh, boat during the winter then? I have it shrink wrapped. Oh, and, okay. Uh, and nice. then I put yeah. it up. I've got a spot. Up on uh, there's kind of a hill overlooking where uh, oh, the house nice. is. There's a spot up there where I uh, can put it, and then uh, the boat's too big to put in the garage. Yeah, <laughs> if I had a little 16 footer or something, well, like a shrink that. wrap will do just as well. I would. Say. Yeah, the shrink wrap does yeah. it. You spend spend right. a little extra bucks on it, but it's uh, it's worth. Uh, I had I had one year that I didn't do that, oh, and boy, uh, yeah. the snow was so heavy, and I had it all. The hatch is all battened down, <laughs> and the covers on it and everything. Yeah, and uh, the, we got a lot of snow. This is about three years ago, and I had had to have lower back surgery. I had a disc that was pinching oh, off my yeah. spinal cord, and so I couldn't do anything. And then finally, I had some guy that was taking snow off the roof, and I asked him to take it off the boat. And then once everything melted, I looked and I took the cover off, and the uh, the windshield had been crushed oh, on the boy. boat, so we had to take all that off and uh, all right. and uh, get that get that replaced. But the point is, is that uh, yeah. shrink wrapping does a good job on it. And there's a bunch of people around the area that do that. So I had a little fishing boat at one time. I used to in the winter time. I just turn it over, and sure, let it sit, take the motor and put it in the yeah. garage, and, and then in just... the spring we'd turn the boat over, and there'd be yeah. all kinds of little critters that. Oh, yeah. Made their homes under that. That's right. You were you, you had your own little ecosystem. <laughs> no there. doubt about it. Yeah, it was always fun to see who was uh, who was uh, residing there over the winter. Lots of lots of uh, <laughs> lots of mice and squirrels yeah. and chipmunks and whatever the case would be. So. Uh, you could identify them by what do they call it? Scat. Oh yeah, I yeah. That's, that's uh, oh look at that. The rabbits were here. The, the rabbits, uh, yeah. yeah the, little okay. rabbit, little. BB gun uh, <laughs> leavings of the rabbits and yeah, yeah they yeah we have them all over the place yeah. we got rabbits all over and the dogs try to chase them and they never catch them so uh, just for your information mm-hmm. do not try to bring uh, giraffe feces into this country without the proper documentation really it's pretty toxic or what apparently customs officials in Minneapolis seized a box of giraffe feces at the Minneapolis St Paul International Airport an Iowa woman. Tried to declare the feces after she came back from a trip to Africa last Friday. 
According to U.S. Customs and Border Protection uh, news release, she told workers she planned to turn the feces into the, a necklace. Yikes. I'm not sure I'd want a necklace made of giraffe feces. Wow. Uh, the, petrified giraffe feces. I, I don't suspect. know if it was petrified or not. Uh, the customs officials say they ended up seizing uh, the box and destroyed it. They say it's not really illegal to bring in animal feces into the U.S., but those who do so need a veterinary services permit. So really? She just kind of skirted around the uh, qualifications wow. there, I guess. She could have brought it in, but she had to get a proper permit in to where, do that. Where do people come up with this stuff, <laughs> Dave? It's, it's pretty, uh, can be giraffe pretty feces. I wouldn't know giraffe feces from any other feces, but... No, but if you're there out you there in the wild, you'll uh, you'll find yeah. it out. Well, we'll, we'll have to... Yeah. Uh, a little bit later, we'll have to discuss the old Blotnik Bridge over there. And, oh, uh, yeah, the, re, uh, the rebuilding, woods. which is coming up in about five years, and it's going to take about five years to do. Well, they said today that they're going to start construction in 25, yeah. and it'll be done in 32. <laughs> and you're going to, okay. and there's all kinds of businesses yeah. that have to oh, relocate. Yeah. Well, that's because they're going to change where it, come, where it ends up. And yeah. uh, uh, some people over in Superior are getting kind of concerned. Oh, boy. And the traffic's going to be a nightmare for six, seven years. Well, yeah, going right through downtown Superior. Off or the trying bong. to get over there. Right. You're yeah. going to get over there, you've got to use the bong. That's right. Not smoke the bong there, Bruce, but oh, boy. use the bong. All right, we're going to move right along and have Bruce Siski with sports next uh, after talking about bongs and giraffe feces. Away we go. All right, sports time. Bruce Siski joining us here on a Friday morning. Good morning, Bruce. Uh, good morning. We got a very, very busy weekend on the way. Yeah. We'll start with baseball where the Twins open the American League Division Series in Houston tomorrow at 345. Pre-game show at 245 here on KDAL from Houston. As the Astros have Justin Verlander and the Twins have undecided. Joe Ryan, Kenta Maeda, or Bailey Ober will start tomorrow. We don't know who. We'll find out maybe later today. And then it'll likely be... Pablo Lopez versus Framber Valdez Sunday night for Game 2 at 7 o'clock. Coverage at 6 here on KDAL. In case you're wondering, not that it really matters, but the Twins won 4-6 in the regular season. Did they? Well, that's yeah. good. But, yeah, you can't really tell when, once like, the playoffs start. I do think, I mean, it's one of those things. It's, it's like the losing streak mattered more, I think, to the people on the outside than it did on the inside because so many people on the inside had nothing to do with it, right? <laughs> right. Um, in this case, I think... It also matters a little more on the outside that they won four or six than it does on the inside because it, it gives you at least the feeling that you can compete with this Houston team that that's won the right. World Series last year. There you go. So I don't think that's a bad thing. No. I just don't know that on the field is going to make a whole lot of difference in how those games play out. Mm-hmm. As a result of the Twins being here on KDAL tomorrow, UMD football on Cat 98.9 tomorrow. A 1 o'clock kick at Wayne State. Download the Cat Country 98.9 mobile app to listen for free wherever you are. Bulldogs are 5-0. and zero. Wildcats are 4-1. and one. Saints Scholastica at home versus Gustavus Adolphus. 1 o'clock kickoff tomorrow at Walt Hunting Stadium. Gopher football team versus second-ranked Michigan. 6.30 tomorrow, FM 98.1. And the Badgers host Rutgers tomorrow, 11 a.m. on AM 710. Remember, that's on the Peacock streaming service for uh, TV tomorrow. Wow. But you can listen for free on AM 710. Also on Cat 98.9, Bulldog men's hockey season. The 17th-ranked UMD men versus number 10 Michigan Tech. U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame game, 7 o'clock face-off from Amsoil. As the Bulldogs get their season underway, UMD women Open up against Long Island, 6 p.m. today, 3 p.m. tomorrow at Amsoil Arena. Tickets for all those hockey games can be found at UMB Bulldogs. 
AM710.com. Wild wrap up the preseason at home against Dallas tomorrow. 5 o'clock start on AM710 in St. Paul. Regular season opens Thursday versus Florida, also in St. Paul. Timberwolves and Dallas Mavericks will play the second of two games in Abu Dhabi tomorrow, 11 a.m. And then those teams return to the U.S. The Wolves won yesterday's game, 111 299. College sports this weekend. 11th ranked UMD volleyball teams at Sioux Falls tonight, number 8 Southwest Minnesota State tomorrow. St. Scholastica Volleyball hosting Gustavus Adolphus tonight at Rife Gymnasium. And then Concordia Moorhead tomorrow. U of the West Volleyball at Bethany Lutheran tonight. Martin Luther tomorrow. UMD soccer teams host, uh, team hosting Mary tonight. Minot State Sunday at Miloski Stadium. St. Scholastica uh, teams are at McAllister for a doubleheader tomorrow. Yellow Jackets hosting Minnesota Morris for a doubleheader tomorrow in Superior. High school football tonight. Hermantown's at Duluth East. Denfeld at Cloquet. That game's in Proctor. Superior at Hudson. Proctor at Pine City. Rockridge at Two Harbors. Esco's at Hibbing. Northwestern at Barron. Carlton Renshaw at Hill City Northland. Bram at Southridge. Laporte at Cromwell Wright. Great season so far for Barnum. The Bombers are at Mille Lacs tonight. International Falls at Moose Lake Willow River. Rush City at Masabi East. Chisholm City Central. Mountain Iron Buell at Black Duck. Grand Rapids at North Branch. Ely at Deer River. Greenway, Nashwaukee, Watton at Aitken. Cook County at Cass Lake, Bina. North Central at Big Fork. Northwoods at Cherry. Andigos at Ashland, Dave. And Hayward at Lakeland. Go Red Robin. That's right. Um, Bruce, there's also pro football this weekend. That's uh, correct. Uh, Vikings and the Swifties. <laughs> Vikings trying for two in a row. Here. Yeah. Uh, 325 Sunday and then the Packers on Monday night football yeah. against the Raiders. Yeah, the big news is Will Taylor Swift yeah. be at the stadium uh, uh, on Sunday. Uh, uh, yeah. Are you going to go to the game just to see if you can meet <laughs> her there, David? <laughs> Apparently a lot of people do. The attendance people, the, kind of zooms yeah, up when the, Taylor's the there. Ticket prices are up like 100 bucks a seat on average <laughs> oh my gosh. on the secondary market because Taylor Swift might, yeah, might be, be there. there. We yeah. don't even know yet if she's going to be there. <laughs> Unreal. Isn't right, that, I, I heard them yapping about it. In fact, her uh, boyfriend there, or friend, or what, yeah. whatever you're going to call Business associate, for Business. all we know. <laughs> well, we yeah, know. Right. Uh, said that uh, it was getting kind of out of hand in the media, yeah, he did uh, fawning right. over Taylor. Yeah. He, he, well, he's like this. This this whole thing is getting a little out of hand. His brother mm. and him both said that, so mm. and they're not wrong. Uh, we got a Bruce Siski show on the way after ten this morning. What's happening today, Bruce? Uh, chat today with a couple of hockey dignitaries, Miami coach Chris Bergeron. As we continue our NCHC previews, and we'll hear from the captain of the UMB men's hockey team, Luke Lohight. All right, eight twenty three now at KDAL. More of the morning show on the way. Dave Strandberg and Neil Atkins, the KDAO Morning Show. You're sweet as candy. You're my sugar dandy. Whoa! It's my boy Lollipop with Millie Small this morning. Don't look at me that way when you say those things, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering if you recognize the song. That's I remember the song. That was a big sure. song back in the uh, mid-60s. That was the s- mid-60s, huh? Uh-huh. Well, we got uh, Jerry on the phone, I think. Yeah, Jerry. Uh, now, poor Rick here answered the phone. He thought it was Johnny, but we know it's Jerry. <laughs> Johnny, Jerry, whatever. Close enough. Oh, this is Jerry. I've right. got a grin, grinner for you this morning. All right, All right. Jerry. Okay, the high patrolman pulls over this lady, and he says, Ma'am, you're driving 20 miles an hour on the freeway. The freeway, this is way too slow. It could cause an accident. She said, Well, look at the sign right there. It says 20 miles an hour. He said, No, no, no. This is Route 20. (laughs) Oh, she said, I'm sorry. So he said, Well, pick it up. So he's walking back to the car, and there's two little ladies in the back seat. They're white-faced and clutching each other for dear life. And he said, are you guys okay? She said, yes, officer, we're okay now. We just got off Route 110. (laughs) 
Yeah. There you go. Thanks. There you go. Appreciate right, big, it. Big chair. Take care. 827. Well, there you go. Wow. What, what is okay, that? Now oh, what there's we... the monkey on TV there. They finally found the... A the monkey? Mon- yeah, there was oh, some... is there an escape monkey somewhere? Yeah. It's oh, a monkey, cute. isn't it? Yeah, that was on the news that yeah. some woman's... Uh, Bonnie Wright there on television mm-hmm. saw the monkey. This is not is not in Duluth. It was yeah. uh, elsewhere. elsewhere. Right. But uh, apparently somebody's pet monkey escaped and was wandering aimlessly all over the place. I'll and tell they, you uh, what. Indianapolis are talking yeah. here. So uh, They apprehended the... My goodness. Must be a slow news day to talk about escaped monkeys that, that in Indianapolis. On, that was on the news yesterday. <laughs> they were all in, right. in 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 a tither trying to find the monkeys. So, all right, this well, is uh, this is from I guess psychologist somewhere. Yelling at your kids could cause long term damage. Really, new research out of Wingate University and University College London found that verbal abuse can have lasting repercussions on a child's mental and physical health. Study published this week in the journal Child Abuse and Neglect looked at data from over 45 years. The most common manifestations in children later in life would include depression, aggression, substance abuse, and other behavioral disorders. Just for yelling at your kids. Well, now... That's not including, I suppose, corporal punishment, which... Well, spanking your kids, they're going to throw you in prison for that. (laughs) You know, that that nonsense went on for a while there. I'm not sure spanking would do that, but yeah, physical abuse, uh, obviously. Yeah, but that... They they went through... uh, So what do you do? do? Hmm? What do you do if when a, you got to yell at the kids yeah. once in a while? I mean, you I used to s- take a trip. Right, you know, they're in the back seat and we're in the front seat. And don't make me stop this car. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it just that usually would shut them up. Sometimes it just doesn't work. Okay, little Johnny, I know you just yeah. destroyed the lawnmower yeah. and you tore the siding off the house and tried to burn the shed down. Oop. But let's just sit down and it'll be okay. Discuss this once. Yeah. Uh huh. Right. Well. Anyway, there you go. Fine. Well, totally. somebody paid a bunch of money to have that uh, research done. Mm-hmm, I suppose so. So uh, the old uh, Blotnick Bridge, they're going to tear it down, $1.7 yep. billion. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently the alignment that they want to do now, they've got a new alignment, is going to cost a couple hundred million less uh, than what they were uh, talking oh, well, earlier. That's good to hear. Out of that, though, the bridge is going to... Uh, uh, result in the relocation of seven to eight businesses at different wow. locations, and generally the biz- uh, They said that the uh, businesses that are going to be affected are the uh, Allstate, uh, Peterbilt Group, Halver Lines, Twin Ports Testing, Great Lakes Equipment, Great Lakes Electrical Equipment, Halver Logistics, and Superior uh, Lidgerwood Monday Corporation. Yeah. So. Uh, they do, I would assume, when they relook, they find relocation spots for these people in, or how do they do that? Well, they're going to have to buy their property. Right. And I would suspect there would be some uh, relocation huh. monies that they'd uh, do. Right. Okay. I'm not sure how that. that works, but yeah. Uh, the biggest change, I guess, is instead of you know having the bridge end up on Hammond Avenue, it's going to go right into 53. Yeah. And then there'll be an exit to Hammond Avenue right. and to Tower Avenue. But uh, So people will have to right. uh, exit... If you want to get to the Hammond. Right. You go in, on to 53 otherwise. Yeah, so. I mean, it, which is a good thing. It's kind of ridiculous to have this, you know, with speed limit supposedly 55 on the bridge. And then you come All down of a to sudden 30. it's 35 yeah. or 30, 30. Uh, right, right yeah. there at the bottom of the bridge and nobody and the, <laughs> slows uh, down that far. Superior police, you know, used to sit right oh, there. Oh, the, they, could, they, they could still sit right there and get uh, give tickets all day long. But. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, the feeling always was that they targeted Minnesota plates over Wisconsin plates. That's <laughs> that what right? people thought. Yeah. That's what people I'm thought. I'm sure. Yeah. I, I, never, I never could verify that. I knew a number of yeah. police officers over there in Superior, and, and no. I, I'd ask them, and they'd kind of look at me and then roll their eyes. So Yeah, they, so, don't, uh, they don't concentrate that much on Minnesota plates. It's the Illinois plates that they go after. There you go. There you <laughs> go. So I got to tell you, the this thing is going to disrupt. Uh, I, obviously, the bridge has got to be replaced, right? And I'm told. So that most, I'm, I'm guessing that uh, once it's you know down, <laughs> you got no alternative but to go to the uh, Bong Bridge. I don't think they're going to build it in a location next to it or something where well, you they can leave it open for a while. I'm told that they yeah. can't. Uh, apparently, it's not feasible right. to construct a new bridge next to the existing mm-hmm. one and then use the existing one right. until the new one's done and then tear down the, the old one. So, so that's, a lot of traffic on the bong here in a couple of years. Yeah, that's going to be uh, dissuade a lot of people from, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the only other alternative to get over to Wisconsin would be going out, um, uh, what's the bridge that out, out oh, by yeah, Gary the, out uh, there, uh, out in Gary, New Duluth, the... Um, <laughs> Arrowhead Bridge. No, not no, the Arrowhead no, Bridge. No, no, that's uh, long gone. Yeah, the Arrowhead Bridge is long gone. I uh, can't think of it either. Anyway, it's, there's that one that goes over there. What's that little community just outside of Superior that mm. it goes into? I, anyway, somebody yeah. call us. Tell us what it is. <laughs> we're both. That's silly. I don't. We're dumbfounded, uh, and, and Dave uh, lives over there. I know. Hold on. Here. we got, we got to figure this out. Uh, we'll actually, I out. just did a news story. They closed it down to repair it for a bit. Yeah, I Back in the day, when uh, before the Black Bridge was built, it was the Arrowhead Bridge there, and that was a a toll bridge. I remember as a little kid (laughs) driving across there, my mom having to throw money in the little container there to get across the bridge. So, and then eventually, obviously, they built the Blatnick Bridge in 1960. You know, I believe three uh, workers were killed on that bridge. Really, back in 1960. Wow, I wasn't around when they were building it, but. uh, there we go. It's the Oliver Bridge. The Oliver Bridge. I Jeez, that. That. We just kind of which lose. is uh, where Oliver. That's the name uh, of the, the little town. the little area right. Oliver. And I know uh, there's a mm-hmm. pub over there where they raise a lot of money for veterans <laughs> issues, and that's we're probably getting calls about it now. Hi, who's this? Hey, good morning. This is Tom from Port Wayne. Oh, hi, Tom. Tom, what's going uh, on over there? Well, I was just going to tell you, it's the Oliver Bridge. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> we then. finally figured out. We both had mind uh, blowns on that one. I don't know why, but yeah, I was. I, I, I'm getting a little worried. Uh, you know, so I <laughs> uh, let you know, uh, you, you guys have both lived here uh, more than six months, haven't you? Uh, yeah, we have. Okay. We have. Yeah, so it's the Oliver Bridge. Yeah. It, it, it will not fit, fill in for uh, no. the bomb bridge because that <laughs> that's was, a little bit out of the way, be, actually. If you're going from downtown to downtown, oh, it is. It is. Oh. It's, yeah, you've got it's way out uh, in uh, Gary, New Duluth area there. Yeah, in the Oliver area. Yeah, Oliver area in Wisconsin. <laughs> so to get to it, let's see. To get to the Oliver Bridge, you've got to be down on. Tower Avenue down, uh, not as quite as far as the airport yeah. there, but uh, it's Highway down, 39 in Minnesota, okay, which hooks up to Highway 105 in Wisconsin. That's okay. Well, the reason I called this morning because I, I did mention the issue of the book uh, issue out here. Oh on yeah, the Gulf Shore. How did that resolve? Yeah, you did I, it? Well, 
it, it went quite well. I uh, went to the meeting, and I was there very early, and I got a chance to talk to uh, some of the uh, library board members who I know personally, and I reminded them uh, it wasn't too long ago that we had a whole lot of people that uh, were politically correct, and they wanted to get rid of uh, Huckleberry Finn and uh, Mark Twain's book because of the use of, of the uh, inappropriate racial wording. Right. Okay? Yes. Let yep. me put it that way. Yep. And I simply reminded them that, you know, it's funny how hip-hop music sometimes <laughs> will use 20 or 30 times that word in ad nauseum, you know, but all of a sudden African-Americans were going to be so offended by Mark Twain's references uh, in Huckleberry Finn. So... That was just to, to bring some of this into alignment. Uh, my main point was, let's use a little bit of uh, common sense and a little bit of common decency. These are not uh, uh, books on sex education. These are very explicit. Uh, it's kind of stuff you might get in a, a dirty magazine. So you basically know. you had a uh, kind of on the cover a cleaner version of Penthouse where <laughs> kids could access it. Really? Yeah, and that, yep. that was the access problem. I mean, they were at the yep. entrance of the library to begin with, hmm. and then some of them were in the children's section. And, you know, I uh, emphasize the fact that I'm not a book banner or a book burner. I'm a bibliophile. I have books in my collection that I don't let my grandchildren see because they might be inappropriate or they might be way over their head, yeah. you know. Uh, and I said if a parent an adult parent really wants to, you know, have their kids look at these, they can go to the adult section, check the book out, take them home, and then read them to them. Yeah. I mean, if you are if you really want to do that. I also uh, wanted to remind everybody that, you know, uh, the Secretary of Education was asked to read excerpts from these books, and he wouldn't do it because... He could be arrested for public obscenity. You know, we have obscenity laws on the books that you know. You, I mean, they're very explicit. They use the F word and so and and the C word, and you know, I mean, it is it, they're inappropriate. Yeah. So okay. what are they? Uh, like, enough, what are they going to do? So they're going to get them out of the children's section. I would hope. Well, that's what we we oh, okay. hope to accomplish. We don't know. Oh, I see. It hasn't been decided you know, they're still going to be reviewing this stuff. But I simply did not want to end up happening here, what happened in Minnesota. And this is my point this morning. In Minnesota, there was a school outside of Twin Cities, uh, or uh, a library, that 51 people showed up. 50 people were advocates for these books. Only one person, the lady who brought this to the, uh, to the forefront, was in the negative. Uh. You know, People are intimidated in these circumstances. And I myself, I wanted to go home and, you know, take two showers and a bath because I don't like dealing with this stuff either. Gotcha, you know, Tom. But we have to do it. Yep. Please stand up, people. Right. Come see your community. Stand up. All Thank right. you.
Thanks, Appreciate Tom. the call. 839. Don't forget mm. about the Farmer's Market. Duluth <laughs> Farmer's Market is open every Saturday from noon until, uh, no, from uh, 8 a.m. until noon. And every Wednesday from 2 until 5, that's at 14th Avenue East and 3rd Street. Lots of stuff to f- uh, be found there. Well, when I got home the other day, yeah. uh, my uh, stepdaughter and her little little guy went to the farmer's market oh, on good. Wednesday. Because in the sink were these huge <laughs> carrots. Yeah. And which needed to be cleaned. I mean, right. they were huge. Right. They were they were, and uh, they had a bunch of onions. They got a bunch of other right. stuff. So, but unlike you know food that you buy at the store where you don't know where it's coming from, you know this these carrots and these onions yeah. were were grown right here and in the little, area. Little four year farmers. Little yeah. four year old had a blast. So yeah, there absolutely. You go. So check it out tomorrow again. That's from eight a.m. until noon tomorrow. Every Wednesday from two until five. Farmer's Market is at 14th Avenue East and 3rd Street. Back to the KDAL Morning Show. It is Friday. That means it's Friday night, and there'll be a lot of football games at high school football games tonight football. like crazy. So when some loud bragger tries to put me down and says this school is great, I tell him right away, now what's the matter, buddy? Ain't you heard of my school? It's number one in the state. Got to be true to your school. Be true. There's the Beach Boys on the uh-huh. Now, what what high school did you go to, Dave? Antigo High School. Antigo. That's why uh, Bruce was mentioning that. I think they're playing Ashland or something in football. Okay, teams. there you go. You kind of yipping. The and uh, Antigo up. Red Robins. Red Robins. But we had to add fighting just to make it sound good. The Fighting Red Robins. Well, I heard you yelling that. I was wondering why you would know yeah. that, and obviously that's because. Well, there you go. And I, uh, my, my team was the Rails, the ah. Proctor Rails. <laughs> there you go. Not the Fighting Rails, just the Rails. Proctor Rails. They're okay. riding the rails there, man. I'll tell you. <laughs> there you go. So, I also no. like the song because they play on Wisconsin during this. You notice oh, that? Yeah, of course. There I we go. Hear that. Yeah. I think this yeah. is a hymn. On Wisconsin. There, there you go. Okay, that's okay. Enough. Watch out, Rick Jordan's going to grab a microphone. Oh here. boy, here you we know, go. After I learned about uh, talent fees and stuff, yeah, I just wonder who decided to put on Wisconsin in there. Is it somebody <laughs> who was related to I the think guy that, who wrote? Yeah, it's one of those songs that I think it's probably more than just Wisconsin, but it, that's the one I think of. It could yeah. be one of those oh, yeah. generic uh, fight songs that go back to who knows how many schools. Yeah. But I don't know. Well, a lot of the schools, they the, yeah, they just the melody the was the right. same. The lyrics changed were, were the lyrics changed for their yeah. school. So, right. Don't make it too complicated. Remember, ah, ninth graders true. are true. playing that music. <laughs> right. So are, anyway, football night tonight. Say our friends that where you get your weather report from uh, the news center down there in yeah. Canal Park. Northern News Now. Northern News Now. Used to be channels 3 and 6, but now they're just one big happy family. Yeah, Northern News Now. They're hosting a happy. mayoral debate. I know. Up. That's coming October up. October 17th, uh, Tuesday at 7 p.m. How Live. Many, how many debaters? There's only two. Just the two, just two. Uh, mayoral candidates. Yeah. yeah, Two mayoral candidates. So we have eliminated all the... Everything's been eliminated in the primary in August. Yeah, I live in Geneson. We don't get this. I know. You don't get to do do any voting anymore. Up in the... Do do you have television up there? (laughs) Sometimes. Indoor plumbing? Ooh, now we're talking. No, I'd rather not talk. (laughs) (laughs) But after the rain we've had lately... Oh, this is uh, true. Plumbing is coming into the house. Well... Yeah, be careful. Somebody did ask me that. that it was kind of interesting. This is a couple of years ago. We had a gang out at the house, and somebody mm-hmm. came, and he goes, uh, uh, do you have indoor plumbing here? 
Okay, I said, well, the outhouse is out behind the garage. And he started okay. walking that oh, way. I no. said, no, we have indoor. Is it okay to flush? Please. <laughs> and where we're at, there's a sewer system that's hooked up to WLSSD. So, oh, very good. So we don't have the septics. But it's, oh, I remember going to Lou Lato's cabin. We're taking sure. the dock in Fish about late. this time of year. Oh, yeah, he still Lou. had an outdoor biffy. Yes, he did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, which was uh, always fun in a cold day. Right well, you don't want to get you don't want to get rid of those. Uh, well, I suppose, yeah. I mean, they. But I don't think he had indoor plumbing, did he? At the well, when I was out there, he did. Oh, well, but maybe he, maybe he had both. I don't know. But, but then I, he lived. He, he us peons that just worked there had to go to the outdoor. But one, he had an auxiliary of. house, <laughs> didn't he? Well, he yeah, a, that was he, his cabin basically, and I think he ended up there after his. He, he ended up doing it, yeah. remodeled it until it was year round. I right. was there. I think yeah, I was there early you guys. Right. You, you were there in the early years. I was there. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Later on down the road, so it was a wonderful turnaround in his driveway because you would go by there. It says "Do not enter." Road oh, yeah, not yeah. open. And you said, "Yeah, it's open." And you keep going, <laughs> and you realize it's not open. Right. So his was the turnaround. Well, now was that the road to nowhere that they? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. I think you could get to Highway 53 if you really wanted to. Uh, wow. You All just, right, Rick will be here with the outdoor fishing yes, frenzy. Will. That'll be More coming than up just after today. 9 o'clock. Than, We're uh, starting to get into hunting, eh? Big time. All right. Spruce grouse. No, there was already uh, some bird hunting going on, right? A lot of bird hunting. You got um, turkeys and grouse and stuff. Squirrels. And de- they were talking about that yesterday on the outdoor, whatever it's called, the uh, really? news from the outdoors. Oh, the guys. Squirrels are the tastiest rodent in the world. Is that right? That's I've never had said. squirrel. I, have I have not either, no. and I don't really plan no. on it. All right, we'll be Davey back. Crockett used to make squirrel <laughs> stew, you know. What? Squirrel stew. Well, he had a raccoon. Daniel Boone and the guy. Well, yeah, but I thought it was raccoons. That's raccoon. what they used for the tail on his hat. Of course. The coonskin hat. Coonskin hat. There you mm-hmm. go. I had one of those, too, when I was a kid, because I was a big Davy Crockett fan. Oh, so was I. In fact, I had to go Absolutely. to the Twin Cities to get a Davy Crockett outfit, which and your included the hat every and the, uh, the fringe and everything. I think my grandpa took me. Yeah. Uh, 8.50, we'll be back with a check on the weather forecast next. Your station for Minnesota Twins baseball. And the payoff pitch, a swing and a drive, left field and deep, back it goes, gone, left field, bleachers home. Follow the Twins in the playoffs on KDAL. The 0-2 to Varshow. He's looking about. Twins win. Twins win. Game one. The Twins take the field against the Houston Astros. Saturday afternoon. Pre-game at 245. 610 and FM 103.9. KDAL. Playoff baseball tomorrow here on KDAL. Uh, Dick Butkus died uh, yesterday. The uh, Chicago Bears releasing a statement from the Butkus family that said he died peacefully in his sleep overnight at uh, Malibu, California, where he had a home. Linebacker spent his entire career with the Bears after being drafted by the team back in 1965. He made eight Pro Bowls, named to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 1979, his first year of eligibility. His playing career ended, and then he went into the entertainment world, doing some films like The Longest Yard, Gremlins 2, The New Batch, Any Given Sunday, also a regular character on some TV shows like MacGyver and Hangtime, which I didn't realize. So, really? Yeah, he was Dick quite a Butkus, personality. 80 years old, yeah, and quite a uh, quite a feature on the football field, too. Obviously. Yeah, he was. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we had to face him a lot as a Green Bay Packer fan. Oh, the Packers sure. And, and Viking Bears back fans. In the day. I suppose, yeah, Vikings, too. They were around the mid-60s, right? When did the Vikings begin? They started in 61. Okay, yeah, so they were through the 60s. 
All right. Well, there you go. The weather forecast. Showers likely today, mainly this morning. Cooler temps with steady temps right in the mid-40s. So we'll stay in the mid-40s oh, today. Man, well, Down in the 30s tonight. Could see some frost yeah. by tomorrow morning. More frost in the forecast uh, Saturday night and Sunday morning. But uh, temps will recover to around 50 on Sunday. Well, we're going to wait for that uh, warm-up. That's okay. for darn sure. Hey, no, I was just talking to Rick here okay. off, uh, off the cuff here. and uh, We both, though... Had a, a chance to meet a former governor. We call okay. him Brush with Greatness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And Al Qui, he just passed away recently. Right. He was 99 years old, I believe. Wow, good guy. And uh, I, I got to know him when I uh, worked in the state legislature and then ran for c- city, uh, city council here. And Al Qui had run for governor and got elected governor of Minnesota one, one term. And, Rick, you ended up meeting him somewhere, too, on a fishing uh, opener? <laughs> yeah, it was odd. Um, we're up at uh, Lake of the Woods or Cabotogama, and it's a lunch break. You fish in the morning, you come back, you eat at the, the lodge, and I'm going down the line for the food. I'll have some of this, some of this, some of this. And a voice, I don't see you well in my left eye. So <laughs> this voice says, that looks good, that looks bad, that looks good. And then I get away, and I'm moving towards a booth to sit down, and the voice says, mind if I sit with you? Sure. Come on. And we sat down, and by the time I got a chance to look at him, he's the governor. (laughs) And he says, what kind of boat are you fishing in, blah, blah, blah. And so we went out and looked at my new Grumman boat (laughs) with a 25-horse motor. Oh, wow. Nice guy. Yeah, El, El Cui was a real gentleman, I'll gentleman. tell you. And, yeah. uh, comparing, and there were others that um, I, when I did worked in the state legislature in 1976, uh, Wendell Anderson was the governor. And the, the whole attitude was totally different at the time. There was, uh, uh, at the time, that's when the uh, DFL had everything. Locked in. I mean, a wide majority in the state senate, wide huge majority in the state house, mm-hmm. plus the governorship. So there was a lot of arrogance coming out of the uh, governor's office at that point in time. But uh, but Anderson, now he'd been uh, a big hockey player. Yeah, he was very good hockey player. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. uh, he might have had a chance with pros, but he was ROTC at the U. Okay, and had a commitment after graduation. Well, didn't your brother play hockey with him? Uh, no, but they were ROTC buddies. Oh, ROTC buddies. And okay. roommates, I think. Yeah, okay. yeah. But so, later they became estranged. Ah, mm. I gotcha. So, well, there's there's history there. Yeah. The touch of greatness <laughs> has descended on both of us. All right, Neil, there's a stronger-than-expected jobs <laughs> report that came out this morning. So what is Wall Street doing? That, that should make it go up. You would think so, but no. <laughs> no, my goodness, I can't. Wall Street opening lower after the economy added 336,000 jobs in September, which was double the forecast. So what's the deal there? I have no idea. I hate happiness. Oh, well. Skittish. Maybe Skittish. that's it. At the opening Something bell, like the Dow uh, fell about 100 points. Ooh. The S&P 500 and NASDAQ also down this morning. Uh, so oh, that goes well, in. you know, 30 years ago, 100 points is below bottom. This is true. <laughs> yeah. Well, what are the, I don't even know what it is now, but it's Thousands. some record high figures that I can't remember. It's about 33,000 for that all. Okay. <laughs> Down from the highs. Uh, way up from where it had been. Hey, do you, you as an investor type guy, do you clearly watch 
the ups and downs on Wall Street. I watch them, yeah. Yeah. yeah I suppose, Do yeah. you sell, buy, depending on what's happening on the Wall Street? I can't disclose that. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're asking for trade <laughs> secrets here, Rick. It costs you money to find that out. Buy low, sell high. There you go. <laughs> All right, Neil, we got to say goodbye for the weekend. We'll be back on Monday, right? Monday, Columbus Day, Indigenous well, People's Indigenous Day. Well, Indigenous People's Day has taken over, I think. I guess so. We'll find out more about that on Monday. Uh, Rick Jordan is next. The Outdoor Frenzy right after news on KDAM.